Hi, thank you for joining me on Holy Spirit Feed. This is Jen Johnson. I can't wait to share what Holy Spirit has been revealing. I'm praying that your spiritual senses will be open to receiving what Holy Spirit has for you. Today we're going to begin a new series on the seven spirits of God. So first, we are going to understand this intellectually. We're going to go over the scripture, and then I believe the Lord is going to impart these things to us. As believers, if we value and honor the word, we will receive from it. We will begin to see tangible fruit. When you listen to podcasts and messages, you're being transformed, and in turn, you will transform the world around you. You'll begin to impart spiritual things to others, just as our Father does to us. When we feed our relationship with God and make kingdom-based decisions, we have impact on others. What we do now matters for eternity. All right, so we're going to start off with Revelation chapter 1. We're going to read verses 1 through 5. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his servants the things that must take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it, for the time is near. John, to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of kings on earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. Okay, a couple of things let's point out. Jesus sends angels. He is still doing that, you guys, okay? That wasn't just for John. And I also love that it says, blessed is the one who reads. That's me today. And it says, blessed are those who hear. And that's you. So amen. Every time we read and hear scripture, we are blessed. Does anyone out there want to increase your blessings? I'm sure the answer is a resounding yes. So read the word and believe that you are blessed. Don't just hashtag blessed everything, right, on social media. Actually believe and live out the blessed life. Listen to God and respond and be blessed. Revelation 3 verse 1 says, And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, The words of him who has the seven spirits of God in the seven stars. Okay, and then in Revelation 4, this is verses 5 and 6. From the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder. And before the throne were burning seven torches of fire, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne, there was, as it were, a sea of glass like crystal. And this is Revelation 5, 6. It says, And between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders, I saw a lamb standing as though it had been slain with seven horns and with seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Okay, so there's multiple scriptures that reference those seven spirits of God. So what are these seven spirits before the throne? 
Let's go back to Revelation 1, verses 4 and 5. It says, Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus. So we've got the Father, him who is and who was and who is to come, and then we've got the seven spirits, Holy Spirit, and then Jesus. So in this one verse, we've got the three in one, the Trinity, all equal, perfect. And you might say, well, I thought there was only one, you know, Holy Spirit. And yes, that's true. But these are attributes or characteristics or ways of describing him, however you want to put that. So why seven? The Bible often refers to the number seven as the number of perfection or completion. In Revelation 4-5, we're going to read the New King James Version. We read the ESV earlier. But it says, And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. So this is all symbolism of Holy Spirit. And this also correlates with what Zechariah saw. In Zechariah 4-2, it says, He asked me, What do you see? And I answered, I see a solid gold lampstand with a bowl at the top and seven lamps on it with seven channels to the lamps. So in this episode and in upcoming episodes, we will be unpacking these seven spirits and we'll get into more description of each of them. Isaiah 11, one through two is our main passage for this series. It says, Out of the stump of David's family will grow a shoot, yes, a new branch, bearing fruit from the old root, and the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Okay, so we've got the seven spirits laid out right there. We have the Spirit of the Lord. This seems a little bit more broad, um, and the rest seem more specific, But we'll get into that in a future episode. And then we have the spirit of wisdom. And then the spirit of understanding. And the spirit of counsel. And the spirit of might. Or that can also be referred to as strength. The spirit of knowledge. And then the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And I feel like that is really a thing right now. In our services, I know that we have felt or sensed just more of a reverence for the Lord. I feel like the Lord is reviving that in our culture, just that spirit of the fear of the Lord. So as born-again believers, we all need and have access to all seven spirits. If you have a problem that requires wisdom or knowledge, look for that spirit, which you have access to because you are one with him. So look for that spirit and apply it. Make that a regular habit or a process that you repeat in life. So you might have a certain problem and you need to get a solution. You need the answer. You need to fix things. So we need to, at that point, say, Holy Spirit, I welcome you as the spirit of knowledge to come and reveal yourself. This is very practical, and it's a part of this. We just recently had a tech problem at church And, you know, we were trying to figure it out. We had a couple people working on it. And then I said, hey, did anyone pray? 
You know, did anyone ask Holy Spirit (laughs) for knowledge, for wisdom? How do we fix this thing? Because he knows. So this seven spirit concept or idea, it's very practical, just like that. But there's also much more to it as well. Flowing in these seven attributes, it really goes a level deeper than just, okay, I need a solution here. So Holy Spirit, what is it? It goes deeper into actually who we are now as new creations. We not only have the ability to access these spirits when we need to, but it's who we are at our core because we are one with Holy Spirit. In the book of Mark, it says, Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. And we often hear this verse when maybe someone's giving a message on marriage or something like that. But marriage is a symbol, a representation of our relationship with Christ, right? He is the bridegroom and we are the bride. So it applies here as well. We are joined with Holy Spirit. Nothing can separate us. Romans 8, 38 and 39 says, I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So not just God's love, but God himself and his seven spirits. You know, God is love after all, right? Nothing will separate us from the seven characteristics of God's spirit. But they won't help us if we are unaware or choose to ignore the seven spirits of God. I know a very wise woman, her name is Sue, and we were having a conversation one day and she she told me, she said, hey, I woke up the other morning looking for the seven spirits of God. And I thought (laughs) she meant the book because there's multiple books on uh, you know, the seven spirits of God. There's one in particular called the sevenfold spirits of God by Keith Miller that I have. And I think she had the same one. And so I thought she meant she woke up and just started looking for the book, right? But that's not what she meant. She meant she woke up looking for those spirits of God. Like that was her first thought in the morning. Like that's a cool way to wake up. Come on. Like, who cares about your iPhone? Because I know we often wake up and roll right over and grab the iPhone, right? No way. The seven spirits looking for those in the morning, that's where it's at. I was like, ooh, okay, that's really good. You're looking for the seven spirits first thing. I love it. That's sweet. You know, and like I I mentioned, I thought she was looking for the book. And you know what? If you were looking for the book, you would be looking in the natural, right? in the natural realm. But she was looking for something in the spirit in order to bring it to the natural. She was looking for more. The spirit realm is more real. It's realer, I like to say, than the natural realm. Everything in the natural realm actually came from the spirit. 
If you're sitting in a chair, that came from the spirit realm. Someone created it. They pulled it from the spirit realm into the natural. They created a plan, made like a blueprint for it, and then actually built the chair. You know, if you're driving a car right now, that thing came out of the spirit realm and someone brought it into the natural. That's us. We are living out of our spirit, man. When we access the true real us in the spirit, And then we bring it here to solve problems, to bring resolution, restoration, and so on. That's who we are as believers. We need to know what we have access to. We won't ever try to go after something that we don't know is available to us. You've heard the saying, ignorance is bliss. I think that's a load of crapola. You know, Paul said himself in 1 Corinthians Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant, or some versions say uninformed. You know, he's actually talking specifically about spiritual gifts, but it's totally the same with what we're talking about today, about the seven spirits. The gifts come from the spirit anyway. It's the same stuff. We cannot afford to be ignorant of the Lord's provision for our victory. I gave a recent message at church where We talked about consolation prizes and about how we don't want consolation prizes and we don't need them because we are winners. Come on, body of Christ. We are winners. We were made for victory. When we recognize and utilize what is at our disposal in these seven spirits of God, it ensures the manifestation of our victory. So why are we learning about this? To know intellectually, that's our first step. But we want to take it further, not just know for knowing's sake. Nobody likes a know-it-all where you just have all this head knowledge, right? No, we are going to know this experientially. We want to know for intimacy's sake because when you know someone well, it creates intimacy. We want to yada God. That's the original Hebrew word to be known. So we want to yada God to know him. Adam and Eve yadad each other. They knew each other completely. We want to encounter God in deeper ways. We want to know these characteristics and know him better. And in turn, we are one with him. So we begin to know not only what we have access to, but who we are as well. We can flow in his spirit of knowledge, his spirit of wisdom etc. It's who he is, so it's also who we are as well. That has to get us closer to running our race. It will move us further in our journey of not only discovering the fullness of who Christ is, but the fullness of who we are in him. When we are yadahing him, we begin to yada ourselves. No more being unaware of our identity in Christ, therefore not acting like ourselves. How many know, if you don't know who you are, you won't act like yourself. You'll try to be the person you think you are. I know that's a thinker. I'll I'll say it again. If you don't know who you are, you won't act like yourself. You'll try to be the person you think you are. I heard a message at some point over the last six months or so where the speaker had shared that he felt like it was just a part of his life mission to help the body of Christ know who they are, and then they would be who they were, okay? So basically, he was talking about 
helping others step into their identity in Christ, and then seeing tangible evidence that they would walk in signs and wonders and miracles because it's who they are. You know, we wouldn't question that God is love, right? So, of course, he's love, so he manifests love. God is healing. He's Jehovah Rapha. So that's how he manifests. That's how he shows himself. That's how he reveals himself. So when we recognize or heighten our awareness that we are these same things too, then we will be loved to others. We will show love through healing, signs, wonders, as they were meant to be on earth as it is in heaven. All right, so now that we have a good scriptural basis for this concept of the seven spirits of God, we're going to pick back up in future episodes But I do want you to hold what you've learned today in in your mind. Like some people say, I've got a mind like a vault. Okay, so use your mind like a vault. Don't forget. And also pray that you can retain this to not just know it, but that God would already be revealing some of these things to you throughout your week, even before we cover them in future episodes. But I'm just going to go ahead and take a moment and pray for you as we close out. God, we thank you that you will help us retain the word that we have received today. We thank you that you are even going to help us experience you through these seven spirits. We thank you in advance that you hear our prayer and that you will respond, that you will help us to yada you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.